You've got two options when you are overwhelmed. You let go of everything that is non-essential. If it doesn't matter to this exact moment, to this exact week to help push you forward, then let it go. Or you just buck up and face it. Hi, it's Rachel Hollis, and this is the Start Today podcast. The Start Today community are people from every walk of life all around the world, but we all have one important thing in common. We're all trying to become a better version of ourselves. This is a community of dreamers and doers. This is a cohort of learners and leaders. This is a space where we celebrate trying again, learning from failure, and rooting each other on. We believe that when you start each day with gratitude and intention, you can produce incredible results. Start today this way. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Start Today Show. We're kicking off this new Monday, this new week. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling groovy. I hope you are excited about whatever today holds for you. And if not, give me 20 minutes. Let's see if we can get you there. I sort of love and hate a Monday morning at this point in my life. I'm not going to lie. I love a Monday because, let's be honest, kids go back to school after a full weekend of cooking nonstop cleaning nonstop, taking care of them, listening to the things. We're playing the game. We're going on a walk. We're going to the park. We're doing all of that. I love it. I'm grateful for it. But man, is it nice. It is so nice when they just, all right, all right. And we're back at school on a Monday and mom gets a minute to breathe. So I love a Monday because they go back to school Also, though, it's a lot. You got to prep for the week. You got to get organized. At least I do. Are you guys organized people? Because I definitely am, and I feel like I have to be. In order to accomplish all the things I want to accomplish in the week at work, and in order to show up for my family the way that I want to as a mama, it requires a really legit amount of organization. And if you're listening to this and you're like, dang, I want to be more organized, but I'm not there yet. I would like to say that I've had 16 and a half years of practice, 16, almost 17 years. My oldest is going to be 17 in January, which is freaking crazy. But I have had a lot of time to figure out what is going to be necessary. What will I have to do and how can I prep my life so that we can get all the things done that we need to do? But sometimes I do, get, I do get overwhelmed. Based on where I am in my cycle, I will get overwhelmed by things that happen outside of what I have planned for the week. Can I get a witness? And I think when those moments sneak up on us, when it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot it was wacky t-shirt day at school, or I have to get you know, pumpkins from the harvest fair this weekend, or I have all of these things that I really want to do and they're outside of the regular programming and I will freak myself out because I'm not going to be able to accomplish it all. I really feel like that's when we have to take a step back and let go of all the non-essentials. 
Because you and I both know you have times during your week. I don't care if you're a mama. I don't care if you're a college student, if you're an empty nester, whatever stage of life you're in. We all have those moments where we know we can crush it. You're feeling really good. You got sleep. You took your multivitamin. All the things are clicking and you can accomplish above and beyond what you need to in the given time that you have. And then there are other times where you just don't got it. You just don't got it. Like I'm just seconds from starting my period. I would say I'm sorry, producer Jack, but I'm not. You've heard me talk about my period probably more than some people I've been in a relationship with. And I'm very close to starting my period. And this is a time period for me. <laughs> this is a time period. This is a time for me where I can get pretty easily overwhelmed. I can get pretty easily overwhelmed by tiny little details. And I feel like I have so much to accomplish. And I had the wildest realization yesterday, you guys, the wildest. I was dealing with a finance thing for the business, which I have an awesome finance team. I'm so grateful for them. Finance, I'm going to tell you, not my spiritual gifting, but for any of us who are entrepreneurs, who have a side hustle, who are small business owners, you know that you are wearing all the hats. It doesn't really matter if you're into finances or not into finances. If you want to have any kind of business that is yours, you're going to get into finances. So we're in the midst of navigating from one finance team to another. And that means just so many like logistics and paperwork and meetings and Codes. I got so many codes are coming into my phone to get into the banking. To it's just it sounds so stupid. And those of you who are like CPAs or you work in that world, you're like, what is your problem? I am telling y'all that I almost had a nervous breakdown yesterday because I was dealing with finance stuff, and I shouldn't have done it. But I got on email early in the morning because I thought I know there's a lot of little bitty, tiny little details. And if I could knock out some of these details before my workday starts, wouldn't that be fab? So I sit down with my cup of coffee. I'm trying to get through emails, but each one just progressively makes me feel more like it never ends. It doesn't matter. Okay. And I got this code and now I got to sign this thing and do this thing. It was time to take my daughter to school. And I just sort of closed my laptop and went to take Noah to school and was feeling so overwhelmed. And when I got back, I talked to my boyfriend about this. And I was like, this is so overwhelming for me. What? And he was like, oh, I'll, I can help you with it. Like I can. And I'm like, no, but you don't understand. In order to like let them into the bank account, I got to get a code to get the code. I've got to have a blood sample and the feathers of a new chicken. And I have to do this ritual. And he was like, no, I can do this. This is so easy. I will. If you are overwhelmed by it, I will do it for you. And I watched this guy, and it took a while because it was a lot of steps. I watched this guy just very calmly do a thing that I was totally incapable of doing. And like mentally and emotionally at that exact moment, I was incapable of doing that thing. And I'm watching him, and I walked away. He got it done, got, got it set up for me because of his patience. And I was like, why? does this situation overwhelm me so much and it doesn't overwhelm him? And I realize it is because he and I think about things in very different ways. 
And I'm positive that there are good things and bad things about both of the ways we think about a situation, but I would like to speak to how he thinks about a situation because it is, it's, it's wildly effective, wildly. When Boo is faced with any challenge, and I, I, later in the day I came back to him and I'm like, this is how I think you think and this is how I think I think, do you concur? And he was like a million percent. So when my boo thinks about a challenge, he is only seeing the challenge in front of him. He is literally not aware of any other issues, challenges, anything associated. There's no association in his mind. He is only facing exactly what is in front of him. This is why he can remain so calm no matter what is happening. Now, I'm certain that this is because, number one, he has been a tour manager for two decades. And on really big tours, there might be 150 people on the team, on the tour. And not only are you managing 150 people, you have to help them navigate from one place to another. And every time you get to a new city, you have to set up a whole new show. And there's new issues and new things that pop up and new pieces of tension and from doing that for so long, he is the most present human I have ever met in my life. And anybody who knows him, it's it's the number one compliment. Well, his hair. He gets a lot of compliments on his hair. But people will always say, God, you're so calm. You're so present. You're so here. My teenage son told him this the other day, unbeknownst to me, when I when I asked him, I was like, is this how your brain thinks? He's like, yeah, and it's so funny. Jackson said the same thing to me the other day. Jackson was like, you really don't get flustered. You really just like stay here in this present moment. So the difference between how he thinks, only focusing on the task at hand, and how my brain works. Y'all, how my brain works is that if I am faced with tension from the finance team, it represents every single second of tension or confusion I have ever had about finance in 40 years. It's a blockchain. Everything for my brain is connected to everything else like that thing. I, this was like, a, this blew my mind yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't focus on the single task. The single task represents a much bigger picture for me. And I'm sure that this is a huge plus, right? I can see big picture. I have vision. Here's where we're going to go. Here's how this is going to be. I know that that's a strength. But have you ever heard that expression, your greatest strength is your greatest weakness? I think that part of looking at everything as connected to everything else means that if your toddler is driving you crazy today, or if your teenager is, you feel like they're being a little bit rude, you're not looking at the exact moment that you're inside of, you're seeing it as part of, well, they're always rude. This teenager is so ungrateful, they never do what I want them to do, they're always talking back. It becomes a bigger thing. Instead of just going, hey, what is going on with my kid today? You know, are they tired today? Did they have a hard day? Did they fail a test? Like. Let me dig deeper instead of making this such a massive deal. Let me look at this one little piece of the puzzle that's in front of me. It also means 
that I can get overwhelmed a lot when it's something that I've had issue with in the past. It's almost like it becomes a trigger because finances have been something in the past. You know, I have all that BS in my head from when I was little, like I'm not good at math and I'm not as smart as the boys and I need a man to help me understand these things. She says, as she then asked a man to help her figure out the codes. Yeah, that was like a huge realization for me that some people are able to focus in on just the task at hand and some people are seeing the bigger picture. And I think at this point, we all know the power of being in flow state. If you're not familiar with flow state, please promise me that you will go go on YouTube today and search for flow state and watch some of the conversation about it. But flow state is what athletes get into. It's what any of us who are trying to accomplish a lot in a little bit of time, you, I think the statistic says you can accomplish five times, five times as much in flow state as you can outside of it. And flow state really is that ability to laser focus on the single task that you need to complete. So just for anyone else who needed to hear that idea today, that you may be encountering something in life, relationship, health, business, and you're really getting freaked out by it, or it's really making you feel overwhelmed, just look at it as a single task. Because when I was explaining to the, this to him later, I was like, hey, just as a partner, I think it's important that you understand that my brain sees this as a, a very long chain. And he was like, yeah, that makes total sense. And it's also inside of a year where there have been so there has been so much that I have been called upon to sign, to figure out, to move around, to navigate. To, so it's feeling the overwhelm is coming, not because I need a code to get into my banking app. The overwhelm is coming because it's the 150th time I need a code to get into the banking app. And what he said to me, I thought was so simple and brilliant. He was like, babe, if you can accomplish the task, the task is done. You never have to do that thing again. But if you put it off, if you avoid it, if you let it overwhelm you, you just know in the back of your mind, there's this thing that you have to deal with. So just do it. His example for me was so perfect when we, um, so we had taken the two teenagers to ACL. It's a music festival in Austin. It was so awesome. They got to go back. They got to hang with their friends. We got to listen to music together. It was so much fun. But to get to ACL, a lot of the days we took scooters. You know those scooters you can like rent that are on the side of the road? I love a scooter. I've only discovered the scooter life recently and I've discovered it because I've been on tour and I would get to cities and I would be like, oh, I got to get an Uber, whatever. And then one day I walked out and there was a scooter there and I was like, well, this is who I am now. And I'm not very, no, let me change because words matter. I haven't always been the most brave when it comes to going on things that go fast So getting on a scooter was a pretty big deal for me, guys. 
And now I'm just, I'm a scooter rider. Like if there's a, a scooter club that anyone wants me to join or like a biker gang, but it's exclusively Lime scooters, I've got the app. I'm ready. So we were taking a scooter to probably, you know, mile and a half or something. We we're taking it to the festival. And I didn't realize there was a special spot you had to drop your scooter off. And we all dropped our scooter off there like good citizens. And then we walked off. And it was, we probably had been walking for about 15 minutes when I realized that in order to close down the scooter app thing, you have to take a picture of your scooter. And I thought that they make you do that to prove that your scooter's like not damaged. No, they make you do that because they're tracking your location in your phone with whether or not you're allowed to leave a scooter there. This is new to me. I didn't know there were certain parts of the city where you're not allowed to leave your scooter. They don't want to get in trouble. So they won't actually let you stop the ride unless you prove that you've dropped it off in the right location. I realized this 15 minutes later, I'm doing everything in my power to game the system, okay? I'm taking a picture of the picture of a scooter in my son's phone. I'm like, I'm trying to do everything because I'm like, I did drop, I dropped it off with a representative of this company. I did the right thing. No, it will not accept it. And the whole time it just keeps clocking, going upwards, going up. And Sawyer and I are trying everything. We're like, we can get it. We're just walking towards the festival. We can get it. And Boo keeps saying, you can't, you cannot game this. Let me just take your phone back and go take a picture of a scooter. We're like, no, we can figure it out. We can figure it out. And like the fifth time, he's like, just let me take your phone. I will walk back and I will, I'll just get it done. Let me just get it done. So I'm fine. We wait for him. He runs back. He does the thing. He comes back. Easy peasy. And when I'm talking to him yesterday about this, you think in a single moment and I think of the big overall picture, he was like, that scooter thing, that was a perfect example of how my brain works. You're looking at it going, oh, it's, you know, I can figure this out and I've already walked 15 minutes in this direction, I'll have to walk back, then walk back again and be walking around all day. You're looking at it as something big. He's like, when there is a task to be done, you just gotta get the task done. He's like, you spent so much extra time trying to not do the task and if you would have just done the task, it would have been over so much sooner. He's like, in fact, you figured out that it didn't work 15 minutes ago and you kept walking in the wrong direction. So you made it way harder on yourself by not just facing what's in front of you. I don't know who needs to hear that this week, but you've got two options when you are overwhelmed. You let go of everything that is non-essential. If it doesn't matter to this exact moment, to this exact week to help push you forward, then let it go. Or you just buck up and face it. You just put on, I hate when people say put on your big girl pants, but you know, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to face the thing. Because usually actually committing the time to figuring out that one thing in the business or that one thing in your current routine that's not working, it actually takes way less time than you think that it will. I wanted to mention too, if you guys haven't listened to it, it is perfect for this community. I recently did an episode of RHP that is how you can accomplish more in a day than other people do all week long. And I'm not an expert on every topic, certainly, 
But I feel like I dare say I'm an expert on productivity. I get a lot done with a little bit of time. And I feel like I still live really well and I live life on my terms. And I, I mean, you know, Jack and I started our day today at 1130. Like, I feel like we figured out how to do some things and accomplish them well. And so if you want to hear high level, like, here's how you get more done with the time you have, that is episode 495, 495 of RHP. And hopefully you're subscribed to that podcast and this podcast and they walk hand in hand. They're like besties to help you with whatever you've got going on in your week. Speaking of walking hand in hand, I don't know if I've mentioned to you guys yet. Have I mentioned my 10,000 steps, Jack? Okay, great. So this is exciting. I know it's super old school to try and get 10,000 steps, but this is my new thing. I'm running a little test and I'm sure some of you have already committed to that and gotten your 10,000 steps and you're crushing it and you've done it for a hundred years or whatever. And some of you are nurses and doctors and you laugh at us pedestrians who are trying to get 10,000 steps and you're getting like a hundred thousand a day. But I thought I would try and see what would happen if I added 10,000 steps to my current routine. My current routine involves going for a workout of some kind, five, six, seven days a week. Sometimes, I will be honest, sometimes my workout for the day is a hike, it's a long walk, it's not something that really involves heart rate or whatever. And I do tend to walk a lot. I try and walk wherever I go. So I was already getting, some days I get 15,000 steps, some days I get five, but I never had consistently said, you know what, no matter what, this day will not end without 10,000 steps. And so far, so good. But I don't think I've nailed it yet is is my headline for you. Because I think if I was nailing it, I wouldn't be getting to 7.30 at night and being like, oh, I have 1,800 steps left. I really need to go get this. Which is super frustrating when all you want to do is like take your bra off, sit on a heating pad, watch the David Beckham documentary. Like that's all you want to do. But a really interesting few things has happened as a result of this. I'm going to do a podcast episode about it because I think it could be interesting. But one of the surprising things so far is that when I have that chunk, like 1800 steps or 2200 steps that I need left for the day, my 11 year old always wants to go with me. And it ends up being such a nice moment for us. Now, I'm not going to lie. Part of me wants to just put a podcast on and like get it done. But that is an unexpected time period that we get to hang out with each other. And we really do, me and Ford, like we almost every night of the week, we're together. We watch a lot of nature documentaries together because we're super cool kids. But that walking allows us to talk and have a conversation in a way that watching TV together, watching a movie, watching a documentary doesn't allow us. So for what that's worth, I thought I'd say it to this community, we're in the last 90 days, last three months of this year, and maybe you could just add one new thing to your life. It's a really good season, at least where we live. It's a really good season for a walk, because it's not too hot anymore. No matter what time of day, 
we go outside. It's not too hot. So I thought I'd say it to you guys in case you want to get in on my 10,000 steps with me and just see, do you feel like you're having any improvement in your life? I also, Jack, added broccoli sprouts to my smoothie today. Guys, I don't even know what's in them or why they're so good for you. Google it. But apparently broccoli sprouts, there's some nutritionist listening to this like, who let this chick have a conversation with us? But there's something in broccoli sprouts where it's like the best, I don't know. It's like the best food you can eat. So I'm trying it. And I'm not gonna try it just like throw some sprouts in my mouth. I'm not that cool. But I just threw it in the smoothie this morning and I did not taste a difference in flavor. I didn't taste a difference in texture. So just in case anyone else also wants to get in on that health plan, I'm, I'm testing. If you don't want to try it, that's okay. I'll test it for us for a month. That's usually how I incorporate health things. I'm like, let's try this for a month and see what happens. So I'm testing 10,000 steps and broccoli sprouts. We're basically an organic store over here. It's, it's pretty exciting to be alive. I got a couple questions for you from the Start Today community, and I thought I would bring them into Monday in case any of you had a similar situation and you wanted to ask questions. If you have questions specifically that you'd love to be incorporated into the Start Today show, I want to make sure you know about our hotline, 737-400-4626. You can call into hotline and ask me anything and, you know, see what me, see what producer Jack might have to offer to help you. And what's cool about you guys is it's people who are doing, I want to hear like specifics. This is what I'm facing in my business. This is what I'm struggling with. How do I get more clients? How do I motivate myself to finish the training for the race? Like, let's get gritty. Let's get some really tactical conversation going on. So call into hotline and let me know what you're thinking. But the question that I have here today works really well with the earlier conversation. She said, Rach, what would be your word of advice to a young mama who's trying to do it all? Here's my word of advice. Don't. Don't try and do it all. Why? Don't. You can't. And you're just going to overwhelm yourself. And if you overwhelm yourself, you'll be less able to take care of your baby the way that you want to, and you for sure will be less able to take care of yourself in a way that's healthy and allows you to live life to the fullest and be the happiest. So don't try and do it all. Try and do what actually matters for the actual season of life you find yourself in. We look at other people doing all the things, crushing it on social media and killing it in their business, and they are... 100% they are not in the same season of life that you are in. They're not in the same life that you are in. Comparing your life, even to someone who seems so similar, like she's got the same amount of kids, we're the same age, we live in the same community, we do the same thing, and she's doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm barely doing half of X. Even then, when there's a ton of similarities, it's not the same. I know it sounds trite, but truly the only person you should be comparing yourself to is whoever you were yesterday. And this is a lifelong thing. I get trapped in this. I I just had this today 
where someone was telling me about another podcast and they were like, they are crushing it. They're getting every guest. They're getting every celebrity. They're just, oh my gosh, they're doing the most amazing. And I love this person. But when they, this other human kept telling me how great they were doing, I started to get this like panic feeling in my chest. Like, oh my God, am I not doing a good enough job? Am I not growing fast? And do I not have big enough? Like it, it went to this very weird place for me that I just did a little, you know, a, did a little like treading water in that shark infested space for a minute and started to go down that rabbit hole. I mean, look at me with all of the, we're in a shark infested water rabbit hole, guys. I really sat in that for a second and started to allow my mind to head down that path. And then I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. No, this is not what we do. This is not what we believe. This is not who we are. You cannot compare. This is me coaching myself. So just, you know, I'm like, you cannot compare yourself to them. You are totally different human beings at totally different places in your career. It doesn't serve you at all. And the thought that I had today was one I've had about other situations in my life, but never in my career. And this is a good one, I think, for all of us to hear. If you are going to believe in guidance, if you're going to believe in your guardian angel, if you're going to believe in manifesting, law of attraction, working towards things, if you believe in all of that, when it works, you have to also believe in it when it doesn't work. You have to also believe in it when it doesn't work out. You have to believe that you are always being guided. You have to believe when you see someone else in your field who's crushing it and they're getting things that you feel like you would love to have, and you're like, man, I tried for that person. I tried for that guest. I tried for that client. I tried for that speaking opportunity and I didn't get it. You have to believe that you didn't get it for a reason. It's not because you were looked over. It's not because, you know, the universe doesn't love you. It's not because of any of the things your brain tells you. If it's not happening for you, it's because it's not supposed to happen for you yet. Or it's not supposed to happen in this exact way. Or you're not ready for it. Maybe you would get the speaking opportunity, but you're not yet a good enough speaker so that when you get up there, you do a just okay job versus 14 months from now, you do get the opportunity, you have more time invested, you've done more hours against the work, you get up on stage, you freaking crush it, and it launches your speaking career into a whole new stratosphere. If you're going to believe that the universe is guiding you toward what is best, when it works out the way you want it to, you have to believe it's also guiding you toward what's best when it doesn't work out the way you want it to. So in that moment, when I was having all this coaching with myself, I did what I do when I realize I'm being a petty, ridiculous, very human person. I closed my eyes and I prayed for more success for the person that I was just feeling jealous of. And it sounds cheesy, but it really does soften your heart because that person doing better only elevates the podcast industry, only brings more listeners in, only makes it bigger, only makes it better, also allows that person to provide for their family, 
also allows that person to do the work that's helping to change the world. I closed my eyes and I prayed for more blessings for them. Because that's the person I want to be. I don't want to be the first thought that I have. I want to be the second. All right, guys. I hope something I said helped you on this Monday. I hope you start the week strong. You start the week ready. And you take care of yourself and get done what needs to get done. I will be back soon with more conversation. The one thing that I would ask of you if you dug our chat today is would you please share the Start Today community, the podcast, the Instagram with someone in your life that you think would dig it too. I'd so appreciate you helping us get the word out. We'll be back soon with more to chat about. I'll be back on Friday with producer Jack. We're going to have some fun. We're going to do some trivia. I'll be in your inbox on Wednesday with some kind of little motivation. So make sure you tap that link in the show notes so you can sign up for our weekly email inspo and uh, as always i love you and i'm rooting for you the start today podcast is hosted and produced by rachel hollis executive produced by jack noble audio editing by andrew weller it is part of the three percent chance network